0: Hey everybody, I'm Jason, your host of Let Freedom Reign, an equine industry leading podcast that talks to folks from all different walks of life, who share their testimony of adversities and perseverance, and how the horse has helped them through their journey. Stay tuned, we're going to have a great time. Come along for the ride. Welcome everybody to another week here at Let Freedom Reign podcast. This week, we're going to focus on another incredible Western brand. Our guests are the Darnell family from 310 Ranch Life. John, Joni, and Dalton have spent countless hours developing instructional content for the working cowboy and preserving such a historic way of life. In this episode, you will hear the amazing testimony of how 310 Ranch Life came to be and how God has played such a huge role and been a centralized driving force of their brand. For more information on the ropes that they offer, instructional videos, or other products that they have paired with... Visit 310RanchLife.com. That's 310 ecom You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at 310RanchLife. Now, should you find the content of this episode valuable, please share it with a friend. Additionally, your five star ratings and reviews on the podcast platform of your choice would mean the world to us. You can find us on both Facebook and Instagram under Let Freedom Rain Podcast. And we are now on Twitter at Let Freedom Rain Underscore. We hate to keep you all waiting any longer. Here is our conversation with the incredible Darnell family at Three Ten Ranch Life.
1: This year, two thousand twenty, it, it it has been an interesting year because nothing's really gone the way that we we thought it was going to go um, based on what we kind of had planned. Uh, <laughs> it it with the the Corona deal, um, a lot of things have been canceled here lately, um, but. As far as as far as new things that we're doing, we've got some new products that we're gonna put on the online store. Um, We've got uh, we've got spurs from um, Jeremiah Watt. We've got oh uh, nice, yeah yeah. We're putting those up, and then uh, that was a a actually we ended up uh, we made a trip out to Denver to uh, a trade show out there, a wholesalers trade show, the W E. What is that? W E S A trade show. And we met a lot of neat folks out there, but, um, we picked up Wyoming traders. Uh, so we've got some vests we're going to put out there from them. Um, and then some wild rags that we're going to put up. Uh, we've got a new rope coming out. Uh, that's, uh, it's a four strand, uh, Senco brand, but it's a little different than the, the other ropes we've got. It's, it doesn't have the, The, uh, lead weighted core running through the strands, it's actually twisted around the lead core. So it's kind of a neat rope. It's got a lot more body for a poly. Um, and then, uh, what's the, uh, oh, we found, we've got, we started, started with the wax cottons too. Um, we, we found a really good source for the wax cottons. So they're coming in, they, they come out of Mexico, uh, but we are getting them in and we'll, we'll, um. retie the Hondas, um, take the tails off, and then we treat them with wax. So that's that's something that I'm personally really excited about because I'm a big fan of the wax cotton rope. So, um, yeah, we've got uh, Carlos with Lost Buckaroo. Um, he's uh, he's building spur straps for us right now uh, to go with the Jeremiah Watt spurs, and his stuff is just – I don't know if you, you've – seen any of his stuff or not or used any of but he's out there in california um just quality 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 so uh really good leather work on his part um so and then we've also my cousin uh peter goodwin owns
0: groove rings and uh, which is a silicone ring i was gonna say no need to describe it to me i got one on right now
1: yeah <laughs> there yeah yeah, they're wonderful, but he—he's been a big supporter of us. We picked up a lot of uh, a lot of good information from them, um, just because they're real internet savvy over there. Yeah, learned yeah. learned a lot from those guys, and uh, they've sponsored our all our ropings, and so we're 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 gonna uh, put out some of their rings too. So
0: good stuff. It sounds like it's a year of everything. Kind of well short of the coronavirus deal. Right. Uh, it's kind of a year of everything coming together for you guys or or starting to step off in another phase of growth. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. We've kind of, kind of got the, uh, got all our, our mountain climbed as far as the social media, the websites and, uh, and all of that. And now we're just starting to add to it.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. So before we get too deep into this episode, I want to take a chance and let each one of you guys introduce yourself. We have the crew from 310 Ranch Life uh, here on the line with us, and we have John, his wife Joni, and their son Dalton. And if you guys don't mind introducing yourselves, maybe a little bit about who you are and how you got your start in this this Western way of life, and then we'll get into the brand 310 and, and the progression through there.
1: Okay. Well, I guess I'll start, Jason. Uh, of course I'm John Darnell and, uh, I, uh, I guess as far as my start goes, I've, it, it's, uh, I could go back to when I was a little kid. Uh, it's, it's just something that was, you know, I believe God put in me to want to do, uh, was to, to cowboy and, and to live this, this, uh, this lifestyle for sure. Um, I didn't get the opportunity till later on in life. My, my dad was actually a pastor and I was a pastor's kid. So, um, and that, that typically that outlet, um, for me to kind of get to pursue it didn't come till I was, you know, um, 17, 18, 19 years old with friends they were close, you know, that I'd, I'd go do stuff with them. But, um, for me, that, that was something that, that, uh, God just sort of started developing in me, um, as I got older and my desire to do it. So, um, anyways, that, that, that's been there from the, the get go with me. Uh, how all that played out is a really long story. Um, but here
0: we are. So. Good stuff. Joni, if you don't mind.
2: Yeah. So I'm, I'm Joni. Um, I'm John's wife and, um, let's see. I didn't, I didn't really grow up necessarily in, in the, this industry either, but, um, I'm married. John, um, gosh, I'm 17 years now. Um, you know, it's kind of when I came into it and just have kind of come alongside him and, um, you know, and, and grown, grown with him also in, in the industry. And then, you know, with, with 310, I, I'm kind of the, um, the administrative side to it all, the bookkeeping and the websites and, and, and on and on. So um, I'm kind of in the background, but definitely, definitely a part of the day-to-day I would say
0: God bless you, because that's usually what keeps the ship afloat. And gosh, that's a headache <laughs> of a job. <laughs> He's the only thing that keeps this
2: ship afloat. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, so, um, but yeah. So I'm Dalton Darnell and, um, I, I just like dad, I I truly believe that all this stuff has been in me. God put it in me from when I was a kid, but like a lot of guys, I ran around and did lots of other things, um, till I found it. And so God kind of pushed me into it and I started working with dad and, um, and it's just been a, a crazy Crazy things since. So, as far as three ten goes, I'm kind of the um, I'm the advertising department. I edit all of our film and um, you know manage all of the the ads on social media and and that whole aspect of the thing. Um, and then and then we both wrote. So it's a uh, it's just something that that you know we all have started to learn things that you never you never would expect. Um, you would be doing yeah, and, yeah. um, and to keep the whole deal rolling, you kind of just, you know, OJT learn on the fly type situation. And, and, um, but as far as, you know, my history in the Western culture, lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, it, I, I truly believe it's always been there. But when I started working with dad, it, it really just got drawn out in, in a way that, that only God can do.
0: It's incredible when you start to think about, um, you talk about the on-the-job training, right? Uh, for so many of us in the Western industry, uh, business is not our forte. Uh, bragging ourselves up is not our forte. Selling is not our forte, right? We just want to go out and do our job and do right by our animals and things of that sort. But uh, for me personally, I've had some great conversation recently with some mentors on all of those aspects, right? Of social media and business and how to grow a brand and things of that sort and it's tough, but uh, in my experience, you just got to get in and do it right. There's not really a perfect plan, and all that time you do spend planning is time wasted. Where you can just cut your teeth and, and figure out the job as you go.
1: Right, mm-hmm. right, for sure. And then you know you you get you get to a place where, especially on a startup, you know, for for a deal like ours, I mean, we we were all we were all pulling. Joni was a she she had. Uh, five or six different accounts. She was a bookkeeper and worked for herself. So she had five or six different accounts whenever we kind of started this thing that she was juggling. Uh, of course I had, I worked at the cattle company um, nonstop. That was a nonstop uh, job. Just the, the stalker industry is, is it's just insane. But yeah. Um, and so uh, it, for, for us, we, we uh, and Dalton worked with us too, so we were we were pulling long hours, uh, and before we could we could actually commit to start doing this stuff, and we did that for two years. Solid.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. You know, people always ask, or, or oftentimes I get questions about, you know, who does your social media, who does editing, who does, you know, this, that, and the other. I said, it's me. Like, <laughs> that's it for this show. I do all of it, right? Uh, right. But if it's something that's in your heart, right, and if it's something that the Lord's laid upon you, uh, working feverishly is not an issue. I mean, we we joked about it off air, but it's true. I mean, if putting in seventeen, eighteen hour, nineteen hour days is not an uncommon thing, right? When you're when you're rowing in a boat by yourself or trying to do a true grassroots startup company,
1: right, right, um,
0: good stuff. So let's get into a little bit of the formation of three hundred and ten. You know what I what I found was was most beneficial when I first learned of y'all is that As far as this cowboy roping, right, there's not a lot of content out there that's consumable and digestible, right? Uh, There's everything that you need to know about team roping and all these timed events and bucking sports and things of that sort. But as far as the true cowboy way of life on a lot of these things, uh, there really isn't isn't a place for folks to go. And you've since created that. So let's talk about some of these early experiences for 310 and how this idea kind of came to be as a brand.
1: Okay. Well, I'll, I'll start out and then Dalton can piggyback on what I'm going to say, because he was a big, he was a big, uh, a big part of this. But, you know, for me, um, (sighs) doctor and calves was that, that, that was a very personal thing. I, uh, there's so many things that happen day to day. Uh, I mean, from one calf to the other that are, that are just, it's just spectacular, really, um. And it was just really between, between me, my horse, the calf and God. Um, and I would, I would oftentimes think, man, boy, I wish, I wish that you could bring somebody out here or somebody else could see, you know, the, the, the the things that I, I get to see every day. And, and there's tons and tons of people out here that, that do this for a living you know but and get to see this kind of stuff that your average guy doesn't and uh so for me I just had to leave it there because the skill set that you need to even ride a horse to even come out there you, you the the average person doesn't have it or even you know somebody that can ride or wants to ride or that's learning to ride doesn't have the skill set to to keep up so you just had to kind of leave that where it was and then just enjoy the gift that you had gotten from God and let that be where it was. So for me, I had, I I had, I I had abandoned those thoughts. Um, And so Dalton, he, he started working with us and, uh, and he started coming out, doctoring some tabs with us. It, at the company we worked at, the ground level is where you start. So, the hay tractor you know putting out hay yeah, yeah. Uh, and just doing maintenance fence work um is is where you start so looking over the fence at the guys that are out there doctoring cattle seeing different different things that are happening or from the cab of the tractor is is a hard place to be whenever you you want to be out there and so he was getting to see it uh kind of from the stands and he he came to me and he said you know dad i you we we've gotta capture this somehow and I just told him I said, There's just no way. And so um he said, Well, would you be willing to wear a GoPro? And I that that just wasn't me. Yeah. You know, I I, I yeah. didn't watch I didn't watch videos, I didn't you know, I just went to work. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I didn't have a Facebook, I didn't have nothing. <laughs> I hear I had really, really never been I hadn't done any of that. And uh so he said, just wear it, just wear it one time. And so, uh, I went out, I, I did, he brought a whole one that he'd borrowed from, uh, somebody. And it was kind of big, it's kind of bulky. And I put it on And the first three calves I went to were just, I mean, they were just off the charts. It was unbelievable what happened, uh, with those first three calves that I wore that thing on. And, uh, so I took it home and I watched it and it was like you were sitting in the saddle in my seat, you know, with me and I was like, "Well, there it is. That's that is that is video gold right there." Yeah, it's true it, to form. Literally gold in the pasture to pick up, you know. Um so with that being said, that's kind of that was that was the first, you know, thought that we had that we could capture those moments. And then, um, put them out there and I, you got, Dalton's got, Dalton
3: can add to that. He's got a a different perspective on it. Yeah. So, um, so we would go out, you know, and I would see this stuff for the first couple of times I saw him doctor cattle like that. I was like, man. And so it, it just totally resonated in me. God just brought it out of me. And I was like, man, that is insane. And so just like you said when you opened up this little talking point here is is you there was nothing on it. Yeah. Which yeah. which was crazy. So I would go home from work after putting out hay, um and and look it up and try to find it to to watch and learn and see what's out there and there was nothing. Nothing. You know, picture montages on YouTube. I was like, This is this is a totally untouched world that no one sees, you know, and so So once he started filming it, we were all just like, this is, this is absurd. And really, uh, it, it felt bad at the time, but I, I left apartment and had to go to training for the military. And while I was gone, he just filmed and filmed and filmed and filmed and would wear the GoPro and would send me clips to Texas while I was training for the air force and -hmm. we'd watch him. And I was like, man, this is crazy. And so we gathered film for, what, a year and a half, a year and a half, two years, before we ever even made them a Facebook.
0: Oh, no kidding. Before
3: we had, ever had a Facebook, we filmed, man, man, we had clips of calves for days and still do and still pull from that that footage now when I'm making ads or videos or whatever, that that footage from two years ago that's still just so awesome. But that was a... um Yeah, we stockpiled and that was a huge part of the whole deal is having just tons of footage, um, to, to be able to create content for people to enjoy, you know?
0: And what I found is you talk about the horsemanship side of things, the stockmanship side of things, right? And John, you touched on it, it just, as far as, you know, folks cutting their teeth, as far as feeding and then working their way up and whether or not they do have the skill set to ride a horse or rope or whatever it may be, you know, um, It is a very, very specific skill set to be able to ride a horse the way these working cowboys ride horses, to be able to rope. And I mean do it the right way, right? Not just get out there and let it rip. To preserve the animals, both the horse, the human, the cattle, right? Try to keep things as, as low on the stress spectrum as you can, you know? So... In my opinion, you guys are opening up a whole new world of refinement in in the brand of horsemanship for folks to be able to see. I mean, riding a horse bridleless is difficult to do. Chasing cattle is difficult to do. Roping is difficult to do on their own. And here, you guys are putting out content proving that you can be successful in all three at the same time on the same venture.
1: Right, right. Well, I this will be the first time that I've talked about this because I <laughs> we put those bridalists bridalist videos out because i you know i told dalton i said you know i could do i can do this bridalist too and of course of course we're gonna do it uh and but to me you know the the doctrine doctrine calves by yourself and i i've, I've said it in several of the videos it to me um it's it's, it's the ultimate in horsemanship, stockmanship, and rope handling. Um, whether you're, you know, no matter what, what kind of headgear you got on your horse, um, just because it, it, it takes all aspects of anything that you do, uh, to a whole nother level to where you, you partner with your horse to, to the point where they're, they're just your feet. You know, I mean, they're, they, you're, you're, you're together in such a, such a fashion that, or you need to be together. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, say that, I'll yeah. say that. You need to be together in such a fashion to make it, to make it good on everybody. Uh, that's, that's just off the charts. And it, it we're, we're fortunate to be able to, to, uh, to have captured that on film. Um, that that was a very special those were some pretty special times. I, I didn't you know I didn't go out and, and doctor cattle bridalists. I could. Mm-hmm. Um and mm-hmm. every now and then, you know, you get to a point where you do something so much that that you kinda get a little uh, bored with it and you start pushing the envelope, obviously. Yeah.
0: Which is life, right?
1: <laughs> right, exactly. And so with that being said, uh, you know, I, I, you can you can feel when your horse gets with you, and that's kind of how I train. That's kind of how what our what our philosophies are. Is that's that's where I'm taking my horses. I want them to feel for me the way that I'm feeling for them in such a way that that I'm communicating in and through my body to them, uh, in in every aspect of what it is that we're doing. So that's kind of that's kind of finish. For me, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and and I we specifically stay in a in the little rope halter in a McCarty rein just because we want to continue to develop that feel uh, in and through our bodies and not with any sort of leverage, you know, and 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 that's just me. That's that's just where I've gotten to where if I can recognize the horse's slightest try in the very beginning and develop that through the course of my you know relationship with that horse and, and bringing them to a point to where they can uh, I'm, I'm using them you know then then I've, that I've created a very special thing um, and so if I can take that little rope halter and I can I can add the slightest bit of, of pressure and pick up and they collect uh, and and I trot off in a collected fashion, then I, I, I appreciate the effort that that horse gives me with that little bit of ask that I've, I've had for them, you know? So.
0: And what I think is amazing about these videos is that a, you're showing the world that it can be done, but you talk about the finite detail of rewarding the slightest try. Th- these videos are direct testament to the potential of what you can do in finding that relationship with your horse, right? And getting on that horse's level and understanding that horse. Cause fundamentally it's the same. You're rewarding tribe, but it goes from just being able to pick up on a horse in the slightest fashion and getting a response all the way to bombing through a pasture. You know, when you have thousands of pounds of animal moving at a high rate of speed and you are able to succinctly get everybody on the same page because of your relationship and because of what you dedicated to that animal it's it to me it's it's absolutely incredible
1: right well i I can't go i I can't take any more credit than what uh than what
0: those horses
1: <laughs> i mean they are set and you know this is as well I, I don't even have to say it but i will but the the sensitivity and the willingness of that horse to to respond to you uh rewarding their slightest try. Yeah. Uh yeah. And, and the sensitivity that they that they have, the work ethic that they have, the willingness to stay with you. Um because, you know, it, it doesn't always it doesn't always go great. I mean it the, the film is not I mean it's it uh you don't have an editor when you're out there, you yeah. know. But yeah. It, it, for them to stick with you through the hardship of a day to where you may doctor 20, 25, sometimes 30 calves uh, on one horse and, and them stay with you through that process. And that, honestly, that was my conviction uh, for myself to get better and as and to be as good as I could be. Uh, which I'm still not there.
0: Uh, But (laughs) here's the thing, like so many people, and I feel the same exact way with horses, right? A, I will never be able to repay the horse, what they've given to me in life. That's just a given. And I will forever, forever be a student of the horse forever. There will never be a time where you'll hear me say, I got this figured out. It just, it don't happen. Right. Well, when they,
1: when they get, when they give you their, when they give you their heart and they give you all that they've got with, with every, everything that you ask them to do on a day's work. And it, it's, you know, to me, it's different. Uh, it's different if you're just tuning and training on one, but I mean, when you, when you go out and you don't have an option, they don't have an option. Yeah. Uh, they're there. They, you, you got to get the job done and they give you, they give you their effort every time it's hot, it's cold, it's muddy, it's wet, it's whatever. And, uh, and they do that. It, it, it would it would work on me if I missed you know because they were they were doing their job yeah. and so that that was my conviction to try to get as good as I can and I know there's there's plenty of guys out there that have have got to the point where they can appreciate the effort and the uh the amount of try that those horses put uh out for you to the point where you 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 reach a level of uh, gratitude that's it's hard to describe you know
0: I completely get it because when I first started my work with horses right uh, you almost go out with the with the mentality that hey you know I'm going to teach this horse whatever you know but now my perspective has changed 180 degrees and I go out hungry to learn as much as i possibly can from that horse there's a message that they're going to convey today in the work that we do and am i going to be sharp enough to pull my weight as a member of this team right you know it's incredible it truly is yeah good stuff so i want to get with dalton a little bit on this um we talked a lot about these runs and and the work that we're doing with the horses and the cattle. But let's talk about some of the challenges in memorializing all of this in video. Cause like we talked about, this ain't a movie set. We ain't setting up scenes and shots. You're out there with a video and, and maybe a capture it, maybe you don't. So let's talk about how that content has been developed, uh, over, over the time.
3: Okay. So, um, when we first started, it was all GoPro, which is great. The GoPro is so awesome because, it's going to catch everything that's yeah. in front of you, you know, and we built some different mounts for the horse's head and stuff to get different angles. And, but we are getting to the point where, you know, GoPro footage looks like GoPro footage all yep, the time. Yep. And so my, my brother is a, uh, he's my stepbrother. He is, um, he, he's, he was a wedding photographer, a wedding videographer, mm-hmm. and he went to school for video and film and is really, really handy with a camera. And so I, we started bringing him out and he started getting some stuff, man. That was just, just amazing. And so, um, really to be honest with you, we never went out with a, with a goal other than to catch, you know? Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. There was some times where we would try to set some things up and it, it just that many minds working together, uh, on a calf, you know, it, it just isn't, it's just not the right environment to try to set things up. So we we audible there to just film what happens. Just catch everything. If it happens, we catch it. And so there there's been times where where uh, dad has missed and there's been times where Kyle has missed the shot and there's been times where the, you know, technical difficulties and and you know, you you go out and the job for anybody who's done it is it, it's a difficult job and it is that much more difficult to try to catch it. Yeah. It is a crazy difficult to try to film the thing with a guy who doesn't know anything about cattle or horses um, in your cameraman, you know, and and I'd be willing to say that Kyle over the last three years has filmed more pasture doctrine than anybody on planet earth. and He, <laughs> is, is, he is as handy as the day is long now um, and does not miss. But in the beginning, there would be a shot and you'd watch it and go, oh, my gosh, that was incredible. And then you go back to the film and it was a flick off. Yeah. And the horse's head's cut out of it or, yeah. you know, there was just things that we kind of grew into. Um, and then once we started getting handier at editing the film, you know, you start stylizing stuff and, and trying to make the videos cooler. And
0: Yeah, put your own and, spin on it.
3: Yeah, Kyle was the only one who was a true video editor. Like he's the only one who really knew how to do it. And so I would go over there because I knew what the horses the horses and the cattle needed to look like. I knew what was cool or what would be cool to the people watching the videos. He just knew the mechanics of the editing software itself. And so I spent countless hours sitting in his his office with him at his house editing film for us. Um, and, and he just started teaching me how to do it. And so over the course of the last three years, I guess, um, you know, the first year and a half, I just watched, um, him edit. And then, and then as he started to teach me, we would get, we got to the point to where I could edit the film on my own. So in between all of that, Kyle would. Kyle would put together like our our big hype videos for rope ins or like the freedom video. He edited the freedom video um, with the David Crowder song and it's all bridalist. But in between that, right, you got to have content. You got to have stuff to put out. And and Kyle's got a full time job. He would come out and film on the weekends, you know, startup business can't pay a full time videographer. Yeah, ain't that the truth. So, So Joni, in the meantime, taught herself how to edit as well. And so she would edit together videos that were like just fun, cool videos, you know, that we could put out. People could watch. And um, dad did some editing, too. He's over here pointing at himself. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you um, got to
1: take
0: credit where
3: credit's due, right?
0: <laughs> that's
1: right. All the, all, the, all the first ones that are the coolest videos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I got to I, I would frame them. It, it would be like building a house. I would frame them. On the editing software. And then Johnny would come in and, fin- you know, put the all finished the- carpenter would come in. That's right. That's right. That's all I can take. Grand boy. I love
0: it. I love it. But that's a tough part with a lot of this stuff, right? Especially the content. I mean, the the rate that content is consumed via social media and the internet now is just sometimes it's overwhelming and it has to be almost a full-time position in any given organization. Right. And, uh, for you guys to, you know, stockpile a lot of those videos and kind of get ahead of things. Right. And, and spend that time, pursuing the education and really putting together a system i mean we poke fun at it and laugh a second ago about you framing up videos and then joni passing it off and finishing it you know and Dalton doing everything he's doing with social media and collecting the actual content in the field it's it's incredible to, to watch it all come together but uh it, it it also makes you wonder for for the individual that consumes it for whatever it is 36 60 second video you know a few minute video um, i wonder if they really appreciate all the the man hours that, that go into it
3: well, for us, this is Dalton, but for for me personally right so the the better you get at video editing this is it's kind of backwards the harder it becomes, and the longer it takes because once you once you do a certain thing that's really cool that makes the video look much better, but it takes a long time, you gotta add it to every one yeah, yeah, and so for us, you know it's super humbling that that people actually watch the stuff and think it's it, it's as cool as we do. Um, but for me personally, it's a, it's a total, God, God uses that, the videos, he's doing something with that. Um, I don't know what it is all the time. And, and quite frankly, none of us have enough time to know what it is all the time, but it's, it's for him. That's what three tens about It, it, the videos are a neat way to show something, a gift that he's given us, um, as far as being on the planet something that we can enjoy and have fun with and so the people that get to watch the videos and and enjoy them and it's it's all him it's got nothing to do with us it's it's fun for us to get to do it but he he has just totally built this thing from the ground up and um and i i I personally what I get out of making the videos and watching the videos all the time is is watching God use them
0: It's incredible to see the reach right how you take something that happened you know even a decade ago uh, think of the history of working cattle right and how many times people have taken shots on on calves and, and gotten calves doctored and now for it to be more memorialized in video and be be exposed to the internet and so accessible to everybody it's I mean you're literally at the forefront of of something special
1: right well it, it's it's definitely a definitely a privilege to get to to get to get to be there, that's for sure, because, uh, you know, honestly, the the trade, you know, cowboying is a trade just like farming or, or plumbing or whatever. You know, it's a trade mm-hmm. and to, to be able to to represent that in a in a in a way that is that honors the guys that go out there every day and 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 do it, because, I mean, we know what it takes. It just it takes You know, complete commitment is what it takes. Uh, I mean, you, you don't, you you don't, you don't rest if you've got calves, if, if you're, if you're starting cattle, if you're preconditioning, backgrounding, um, you know, grazing cattle, grazing yearlings, feedlot guys. I mean, you do not rest. And, and unfortunately, that's, that's just a part of the job, but it builds. It builds character, and it builds, uh, you know, a strong disposition to be able to push through hardship. You know, and it, it doesn't matter really what it is. Uh, so the the individuals that get out there and stick with it and can stay with it for a long period of time, day in day out, it is a very special kind of person, and 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 to be able to to uh, showcase that. Um, I mean that that's 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 a uh, that's a gift, and it's it's to us because to represent that in in some form or fashion, in 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 every you know honestly in every every different ecosystem, we we're in the southeast. Uh, every ecosystem is is different, so the 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 skill set, the way you do things. Um is going to be different based on what you have to do to get by that day. And with that being said, the uh, the that in in and of itself is is so unique. You know, each different ecosystem that you go to has been guys have adapted. You know, to do what it is that they need to get done during a day to make a living at it, and. Um, so it, it's it's a privilege for us to to get to to be in the in the on the front end of that.
0: No, so. it's very impressive and and Joni, I want to spend some time talking about you know running this thing from a from a business standpoint, right? And kind of being the the back office side of de- the deal. You know, you have all this content being creative. You have all these products that you guys are collaborating re- with, right? And, and you're trying to put this all together where is the learning curve taking place for you or or where have you stepped off in success as far as going from just managing folks books to really making a run with three hundred and ten and developing this into a, into a brand and a company?
2: Sure. Well, um, yeah, it, you know, on, on one hand, um, you know, all my experience that I've had through all the different clients I've had with bookkeeping have kind of really prepped me for this, um, which is always kind of, neat to see um that I was a little bit equipped to to do it or at least to to grow um and uh but it, it took it to a whole other level um just as far as the I said the I mean I'd never edited a video or I mean I think I had a Facebook but social media yeah was very small and then and then yeah I learned um how to, to build websites and, and, you know, and there was many, many days where I was pulling my hair out and um, a lot of gnashing of teeth, so to speak. But, but yeah. And so, you know, we had our, you know, we are our ropings the last several years each year have grown. And so I've kind of grew into that and running the, running the ropings there. And, um, but, but like I said, it's been neat the skills that I have being able to be utilized in different ways that, you know, that complement the guys and, and the company. And, um, but you know, there like, there's definitely been, there was a, you know, two solid years where it was just, we were juggling, um, everything that we had to do day to day just to make money and, and put food on the table and then trying to get this thing off the ground. And, um, you know, we all do <laughs> all through this, you know, I, I really learned that, um, you know, with every, everything we do, there's, there's just a process and, you know, you get a, you get a vision, you get a good idea and and you're like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's go for it and do it. And, And it starts evolving. And then, and then, but you hit brick walls along the way that, you know, you have to learn to, um, push through and, and, and climb the mountains that one at a time. And, you know, and it's just, um, and there's days that you're questioning what you're doing and why you're doing it oh and, definitely absolutely <laughs> and uh, what did why did we why did we start this um, but but it, it it you know at the end of the day you know you see it develop into something and it and you know you're glad that you stuck it out so
0: yeah it's incredible and I, i've shared parallel experience right with the the formation of this podcast uh, before starting it and hosting it, I didn't know the first thing about podcasts. I didn't even know podcasts existed, right? And then you're opened up to this world, and and I was pushed to share the benefits of the the Western way of life to share what horses can do to people when you focus on faith and you focus on the process. Right? There's some mm-hmm. uh, horrific valleys that people can come out of and stand up far taller than they did, you know, in years past and and for me, it's been a lot of that, right? You talk about just going stride for stride, and sometimes you just got to put your head down, and it's one foot in front of the other, and there's times when you want to hang them up, and there's times that you don't want to be involved in it, you know? But I truly believe that God has put this in my path for a reason, and it's my job to be a steward of it and work at it as hard as I can until He points my ship in another direction. So uh, that's right. that, for me, is, is, is the driving force to keep pushing on, because uh, am I going to get rich doing this? Absolutely not, but... Uh, for God to present the opportunity to change a life or change the direction of an individual's life uh, to me is just incredible. Something you can't even yeah. imagine.
2: Yeah, that's right. And we, you know, I'm just like you, I mean, we, man, with the, with the social media, we have met and got contacted with, you know, contacts now with people all over the country and all over the world. And it's been so cool to get to talk to people in South Africa. I mean, it, it, you know, and, and, you know, huh yeah Italy and you know all over the world and and then you know like John said that different different guys and 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 girls in this industry all over the country that you know have their unique way of doing things and and being able to just connect with them and and um has been really really mind blowing but in in a great great way um so very cool
0: good stuff so I want to transition now we talked a lot about you know how 310 has come to be. Uh, now I want to focus on what it is, what you guys have to offer, right? You have a wide selection of ropes that you offer. You have a whole online video series. You have a roping competition that you put on every year. So I will kind of open up the floor for each of you to speak on whatever given topic you want. But I want folks to kind of know what 310 has to offer and what could be consumed through your website and social media.
1: Okay, well, we'll. I'll refer back to Joni again and she can kind of talk about the ropes, the rope shop and stuff like that. And then she can, well, we can talk about the instructionals, uh, and then the and So Joni will handle the. Sure.
2: Yeah. So our, you know, our rope shop, we, we have, um, several ropes to choose from and, you know, and we have, of course, we have other things like apparel and, and all the new products that we've got coming out. But, But, you know, the biggest thing with the rope shop and and, in our website, you know, we really um, we really want to help people find the right rope for what they need, because, you know, every every um, everybody's different. Every everybody's doing a different thing, whether your rope is, you know, light cattle, heavy cattle, you know, your cow catching, you know, wild cattle. And um, if you're a beginner or or you like something that's got a lot of body or something like that's really soft. And so we really um, do our best to, um, help the individual find what's going to fit them and and what, what they're going to like. And, you know, we're, we're always open to, um, emails and calls and, and, um, to, to get on what they need. So.
0: So how many ropes do you guys, I mean, you have a mess of ropes that you offer folks right now.
2: We do. And it keeps growing. So we're, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so yeah, there's, there's something out there for everybody. And, and like John said, you know we're excited about the wax cottons that we got, and and um, those are really cool ropes. And and uh, the new the new poly that we have coming out is going to be a, a really neat. Um, we're going to call it the Shamrock Rope, and it, it's a it's a cool green color, so it's kind of faint, you know, snazzy too. So. Yeah but it's going to be a good one. What I think is
0: incredible is the, the the care that you guys take in matching the right product with the right individual, right? Because so much of life, right? Finding the right tool for something uh, plays a huge role in your success. And you can go out with a, with a mismatched tool and find yourself in a world of trouble, or maybe something takes a little bit longer than it should, or it's not as a, you know, pleasurable of a process when you're out there working. Right.
1: Well, this is John, a challenge with, uh, the challenges with our ropes are, is that it's an online store. So you can't put your hands on it. Yeah. And so that, that's kind of where we, you know, we were able to help a guy out, uh, because we've used them all extensively. Uh, and so we can describe what they feel like with how they're going to respond, how they're going to age, um, how long they'll probably last, what, you know what what's best suited for them and that's that that's that's a uh that's kind of fun uh and i you know i talk. we all talk to a lot of guys uh daily and you know my response is, is hey you know get it try it out if it's not what you want then you know don't get it dirty you can send it back and we'll we'll try again but you know most of the time um we're able to fit that rope with that guy and what he's doing and the other unique thing about uh our ropes for us is is they're they're focused towards the guys that are working um we don't really we don't carry team ropes there's so many of them out there yeah that's just not what we do and so um we kind of we kind of focus on the on the guy that's out there getting the job done every day. And, uh, and that's, you know, from ropes that are best suited in the Brandon pin to Dr. New Orleans, to tagging calves to uh, you know, just whatever catching cows. So it's, it's a unique little niche that we've, we, uh, we've, um, we're able to kind of supply that and then, and, and then good information for them. So.
0: Yeah. It's a void that needs to be filled, right? Because most team roping companies they'll offer a, 35 foot rope and call it their ranch rope, but it's not, it's not a true product, you know, like, like what you guys are offering up. Right. Right. So let's move on to, to the roping that you guys host.
1: I'll take that. Um, our, the, the, that's a, that's a very unique, um, the rope in itself is very unique. We, we do, um, the one man, the one man doctrine is, 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 I mean, it's one of a kind. There's nothing else out there like it. Um, it's very, a very unique competition that me and a good buddy of mine, uh, and then, well, really a lot of guys, but mostly me and a good buddy of mine that works over at Creek Plantation, in, uh, Martin, South Carolina, uh, Richard Boatwright came up with. And, uh, but it's, a uh, it's very unique. It's, it's, it's based on, uh, one guy, one calf, and, and then his horse getting the job done. And so we've been able to develop that competition to where it's in an arena. It's as much like being out in a pasture as you could be in in an arena setting. Um the guy goes in, he's got six minutes to get the job done. Um he uh he's roping out of a herd. Um and so he he's got the he he can set up a slow shot, a long shot, uh once he's identified his calf, or he can run him down if he needs to. So we give we give a guy um the freedom to be able to take his skill set and put it to work um in that competition. Um uh, another very unique thing about the competition is, is it's it's contestant judged. Um so what that means is if you enter you're a judge, uh, so you're truly getting um, judged by your peers. Yeah. Uh, so that that's very unique uh, aspect of it um, that that makes it kind of kind of uh, kind of cool. The one one other thing that we kind of want to add to it in the future is the uh, the cattle owner giving him a opportunity to, to sit in on it and uh have a say so in a guy's run based on how he handles the stock um from that perspective uh i think that would be a very unique way to to uh add or subtract points from a different perspective of the cattle owner
0: too that's interesting because he i mean the cattle owner would have a vested interest on the handling of that cow right
1: oh absolutely Uh, you know
0: it makes perfect sense
1: i mean and if you're if you're if you're working for a company, you're working for yourself, whatever you want to handle the calves as, as, as low stress as possible, Mm -hmm. um, when you're out there doctoring, but it, it adds a whole nother level. If you've got the guy that owns the calf, you know, sitting in his truck on the hill,
0: keep his (laughs) eye out. Yeah. (laughs)
1: You know, (laughs) you know, watching what's going on to make sure, uh, everything's, you know, happening the way it needs to. So, um, And then, and then the name of the competition is really unique too. We call it the El Guapo. Uh, and the reason is, is that we, 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 the, the trip that we use, you know, it's just in the past. It's nothing new. Uh, the competition is, you know, it is new. It, it's something that we came up with, but not the, the techniques. I mean, they're aged, you know, I guess I'd say, um, timeless. So they, they've, they've come on for years and years and years, but the, the El Guapo, uh, we came up with as kind of a joke, um, between me and Richard. Uh, most guys called what we do, tangling them up, tripping them, laying them down, whatever. There was nothing really set in stone. And so we just kind of, you know, we, this really needs a better name than this. So, uh, we'd kick around different things and, he came up one day and it mostly was just a joke. He says, man, I, I think I know what we need to call it. And I said, well, what? He says, uh, the, the El Guapo. And I said, <laughs> I, I said, what in the heck does that mean? And he says, the handsome one. And I said, well, that is the perfect name. I was going
0: to say that's thing. far better than the tripping competition or trying to tangle them all up. <laughs> that's, right.
1: that's right. You know, you win it and you come away the El Guapo. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that, that's that's something in and of itself. So I like
0: it. I like it.
1: Yeah. So with that, with the, that, we we'll add a three man ranch roping with it too, which is you know based more on fancy shots and but it all all revolves around good horsemanship, stockmanship, and rope handling skills and trying to do that or promote it at the highest level that 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 we're able to. Yeah. So it. it there, there may be a higher level. Uh, I'm sure there is to everything that we do, but that's that's what we try to do. So
0: it's great to see it all come together, right, and become a centralized focus. Right. Good stuff. So let's uh, let's transition and talk. I know you guys you've done some work with the uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society and, and child research. Uh, I know some of the the upcoming competitions that you had planned, short of this Corona deal. Uh, were to help raise some money for that, so in lieu of the competition, let's help try to educate some folks and maybe bring some awareness to the, to this cause.
1: Okay. Well, it, the, it's an interesting story, kind of how we got into this, because the ropings themselves they're they're a wonderful thing, uh, and the we put a put one on in Lebanon, Tennessee last fall, and it went really good, and we kind of got to thinking uh, that, and we're we're kind of uh, following suit from uh, a guy named cody harris with his cabbie Uh, they do benefit ropings um, across the united states and they're they're really neat they'll put on a roping and they'll raise money for a family in need it'd be a kid or you know the the hospital you know raising money for a, a sick child or the family has got a genuine need uh and so they do that it's a really really neat foundation so we I, we got to kind of kicking it around. Well, the next one we ought to try to do is the benefit. So, long story short, um, my dad has had uh, leukemia and lymphoma, uh, and I was at the hospital um, with him. We were on, at a doctor's visit up there, and we've been we've been fighting leukemia, ALL leukemia, with him for gosh, it's probably been. Yeah, two years probably, and then uh, the lymphoma was in 2014. But anyway, so that's it, that's that uh, that's something that's real near and dear to our our hearts and our family. You know, my dad's going through it. So I was at a doctor's appointment up there, and, and Mike Brazier uh, with Mike Brazier Horsemanship, he called me, and he'd been nominated to head up a team to raise money for the Rocky Mountain LLS. And so uh he called while I was there at the at the uh, hospital with my dad and uh he said man they nominated me for this what um would you be interested in you know helping out and he was probably looking for a donation or whatever and I said well you know honestly we're we're wanting to do a benefit roping uh for something the next in, in the spring at our next rope. And that sounds perfect. I mean, we got, we, my dad's struggling with it. You know, we're, our family's fighting it. And there's thousands and thousands of families fighting it. So this, this in particular, this fundraiser in, in particular is for children's research. So that kind of hit me pretty square because to watch my dad go through the treatment, uh, is, I mean, it's one thing. Um, he's, you know, he's in his, uh, late sixties, sixties,
2: seventies, he's
1: early seventies. Um, but, uh, that was so, it's so hard. It's so hard on them. And, uh, but to watch a child go through it, I, I couldn't even fathom. And there's just thousands and thousands of people that are struggling with that. And that's their, that's their they're uh, what they're going through that's their life you know
0: yeah yeah uh,
1: and so for us it was a good fit um and so we we said absolutely we'd like to do it so we've we've uh we partnered cody harris jumped on with his cabbie mike mike brazier of course he was the one asking uh and so we we uh jumped on board with that team And it's, it, this, this roping in and of itself has probably been the most challenging one that we've, uh, that we've put on just because, uh, it's once again, a whole different mountain to climb, uh, when you're trying to, trying to raise money for a, uh, for a a cause and, um, and then, you know, then it got canceled as well. So. Uh, we're still out there working hard. We're going to, uh, for it. We're going to next week. Uh, if, if, if we're allowed, um, gonna, <laughs> <Ain't> <laughs> that the truth. that's right. There's a, uh, there's a roping up in West Virginia that we're going to go up there. Um, we're raffling off a a, uh, a big band stock trailer that they donated. Uh, and then, um, we've got Carlos with lost buckaroo. He donated some, uh, a $500 pair of leggings and then Mackie hats. Uh, they donated a 50 X hat. So we're going to raffle some of that stuff off up there. And at another roping uh, in Missouri at the end of the month, it's with another, it's another benefit roping for trail to the cross. Uh, so we're going to do that. Those raffles at those two ropings, hoping to raise a little, raise some money and some awareness for, the uh, LLS deal, so and
2: people can go to our website.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, people can go to our website and uh, and donate. Also, we've got it all set up to where it's it's pretty much turnkey. You just go press a button and and donate.
0: So, and if you don't mind, can you include your uh, website address and all your social media addresses where folks can find you?
2: Yeah, our our uh, yeah. So our website is pretty simple. It's a three ten ranch life. And so it's at 310, the numbers, ranchlife.com. Um, and then all of our um, social media is the same on Instagram, Facebook. It's all 310 Ranch Life. And then on our webpage, um, all the information is under events for the LLS benefit If you if they're interested in that.
3: So
0: before we wrap this show, before we come to the very close, uh, I don't think we covered how the name Three Ten Ranch Life came to be. If you guys can kind of elaborate on that.
1: Uh yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um three ten is actually Philippians three ten and it's it's uh it's our life it's it's our family's life verse and really uh it kind of came to me during a, a hard time in my life. I was I was looking for purpose um, and really seeking God uh, wholeheartedly for what what I was you know to do on this planet you know uh and so for me i i, I asked and asked and asked and asked and it, it as the story goes, um it uh I saw the verse it was sitting up on, I was washing my hands at my folks house. And there's one of those little, uh, those little tablets, flip things that you, you flip a verse every day and there's a new one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so Philippians 310 was sitting there. I was washing my hands and, uh, I looked up and it said for my determined purposes that I may know him. And I was specifically asking for what my purpose was. (laughs) And so I it it took me two or three days that that my my folks never flipped that thing and uh i looked up again and it's for my determined purposes that i may know him and so i ran in i grabbed my bible i read it in the amplified which is a wonderful wonderful version of the bible it just it, it blows everything up so big to where you can really chew on it but in the amplified it says uh for my determined purposes, that I may know him, that I may become more intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more clearly, uh, even even unto his death and suffering. So with that being said, uh, I looked at that and um, and it, it just resonated with me that what what my purpose on this planet was, was to come to know Christ and in and out of that live life.
0: What's amazing about, about the segment that you just covered, right? And, and I found this in my experience and it sounds like it's true in yours. When you focus on your relationship with Christ, all these other doors start to open, right? There's perspectives to life that you never saw before that you were, you were blind to, right? For me right. personally, relationships start to deepen, relationships start to grow. Uh, there just seems to be less burden in, in my daily operation and daily life. And and you want to talk about opportunity on a grand scale. I mean, this show is it. There's, there's no earthly explanation to justify why we should be having this conversation right now. I tell that to people time and time over.
1: Right, right.
0: And it's something that's manageable when you just place the focus on him.
1: Yes. Yeah. I agree. So that that's 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 the that's the name of the the company, and we're once again, it's our privilege and and our honor, uh, and humbly to be able to put that in the forefront, uh, in front of us. Uh, it it it's 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 an honor to be able to put that verse out there because it's special. It's 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 really all of our purposes, you know. So that's 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 where we hang our head on it and uh and and that's how we try to work work out of that so
0: it's such a powerful verse because how many people live life not finding their purpose or struggling to find their purpose
1: right right
0: and literally in the name of your business you're providing an answer right incredible good stuff so as we end every show I used to answer, ask a legacy type question, but we've moved on to, to freedoms and developing freedoms in individuals' lives. So for you guys, and you can answer this individually or you can answer this, you know, as, as a family. In your experience, whether it's personal or professional, uh, was there a challenge or a trying time in which maybe a limiting belief overwhelmed you? And and what did you do to fight through and find freedom in your life or that any given challenge? Mm. Oh, uh, that's a good question. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. There's, there's probably so many. Uh, it, it's, you know, s- stepping out into something new, there, there's always the unknown. And I, and I, I'll just speak a little bit to this. I won't get, I'll let Dalton and Joni while I talk be thinking about some, their, their aspect on this, but, I think for me, you know, we've always wanted to work for ourselves. Um that's been our goal since Joni and I have gotten married. Uh the journey that we've taken has been just incredible. Um uh, so we've we've always been on that journey, the wonder of how we're gonna get there, because there's so many challenges and the fear, uh, how are we gonna get there? Time's running out, you know, what we've gotta do something we're Um, what are we going to do? Uh, all of that was a challenge, um, for sure, how it's all going to come together. That, that was, that was a God thing, especially when we were on the, the, the road that we were on. So for us, uncertainty, doubt, um, and, and wondering how, how it was going to materialize in front of us so that we, we saw the road that we were supposed to take to get there. Um, it, it did happen. Uh, and when it happened, uh, it, it, it wasn't an easy road by, by far the, all the challenges and the things that we had done before we got to that door opening up all the, all the hardships, all of it, um, was prior preparation for an even bigger challenge, which was this. Um. <laughs> which was, which was this and, and only, you know, for, for us in, especially in the very beginning, uh, God kind of gave us a, a personal, uh, I'll just say, I don't like to use, use, uh, churchy words, but he, he kind of gave us a word and that's, that was follow through, follow through. Yeah. And so each each little mountain we had to climb, that was our challenge. And then the, the other thing was was to hold on to that uh and just follow through with what 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 you've got in front of you today.
3: And uh so
1: I I'll stop there and let Dalton join.
3: So one of the keys to your question there that or a phrase that stuck out to me. Uh, with limit limiting belief for me and and for everybody here i think there's been a time over the last three years or so where all of us have felt inadequate like we're not good enough to be doing what we're doing (laughs) yeah i felt it myself my friend yeah and that that is um in my personal opinion the enemy trying to to put down what God's doing and and using our own minds, um, against us in a bunch of ways, our flesh using that against us. Cause God, God has put us here and has, has made the, the thing what it is and that that's it. That's all of it. He's done all of it. And we just happen to be the ones on the planet getting to enjoy what he's doing. And so a limiting belief to me is, is that, that just deafening fear of not being good enough. Um, and that has taken, and that that's a struggle every day for for everyone. Um, but you know, following through, and and like Dad said, following through, and just trusting that he is gonna he's gonna do it because he's done it this whole time. Yeah, um, yeah. Has has like you said at the end of the question, what's what's brought freedom? That's what brings freedom is giving it to him and letting him do it, and and you just get to be a part of it. Um, and so for me, the limiting belief was for sure uh, doubt and, and um, not feeling uh, you know good enough. And then the freedom comes from him period. That's awesome. I love it. Joni, anything to add?
2: Uh, yeah, just briefly, you know, I, I think on this season of life, when hard things come that they, those are from God too. And, you know, I think I mean, there's there's situations we put ourselves in that are difficult, that are not. But, you know, <laughs> it, <be> a little <laughs>
0: extra credit in that in that term of hard work. Right.
2: That, that's right. So, I mean, those are teachers, too. But but, you know, I think whenever you're on the right path and you're make you know, you're trying to make good decisions and, and then you get curveballs out of left field. And, um, you know, you can it really brings a lot of question. You I mean, question God. It's kind of like going to the gym, you know life is he he throws things and allows things to make you better and and sometimes that brings pain and and you got to work through it and um you know whether it's relationships or your business or or your health or whatever you know there's just um a ton of trials to be had but remembering that they're coming from a loving god that is is out for your good not for your harm um, and to, you know, keep doing the next right thing and, and trusting him through it.
0: I love it. I love it. It's all great stuff. What a great close to the show. I want to thank you guys, the whole family, right, for taking time for us here at Let Freedom Reign podcast, and coming on the show and sharing the story of 310 Ranch Life. We are definitely excited to see what the future has for each and every one of you. And should there be any way we can help, do not hesitate to reach out because we'd love to support you and all that you're doing.
2: Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's been has been great talking
0: with you. Alright, you guys, you take care and we'll talk to you down the road. Sounds good. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for riding along with another episode of Let Freedom Rain Podcast and being part of our freedom family. If you want to provide greater support of this show, visit patreon.com forward slash let freedom rain podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash let freedom rain podcast. And rain is spelled R-E-I-N. There you can provide a donation, and it costs less than the fancy cup of coffee you're probably holding, to help us produce free weekly content. For collaborations, to book us as a guest for your next event or to make guest recommendations, email us at info.lfrpodcast at gmail.com. For the most up-to-date information on Let Freedom Reign, visit our Facebook and Instagram page at Let Freedom Reign Podcast. Additionally, you can find us on Twitter at Let Reign underscore. We cannot thank you enough for being our most loyal listeners, and we'll see you on the next one.